game begin. Hi, and welcome to episode three of Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I am your host, Andrew, and joining me today are my fellow dads, Brett. Hey, guys. Kevin. Hey, everybody. And Trip. Hello. Hey, we wanted to say a quick thank you real quick. We still get uh, a lot of comments from you guys coming in about the show. A lot of positive feedback. Uh, We read every comment that you guys send in. Um, It's been wonderful so far. So just wanted to say a quick thank you before we move on. Also, uh, because the last episode we had a discrepancy on pun counts over the course of the episode. According to Zach. Yeah. Make sure that you keep your own punk out for this one. So we're probably going to come back to that and post it uh, on social media. Let us know what you came up with. Today's topic is going to be about the DC extended universe, the DCEU. But first, just wanted to check in and see if anything happened to you guys in dad life this week. My youngest started calling me by my first name. So that's awesome. She's three. Yeah. So my older three play a game with her to try to get them to say her name. Their name's like, hey, what's my name? But they want them to say their first, middle, and last because she doesn't call um, my oldest Felicity by her name. She calls her Sissy. So it's the only time she says Felicity is when they play this game. So they asked her, like, hey, what's his name? And pointed to me like, oh, that's Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Kevin. <laughs> Which then turned like, into, hey, Kevin, can you get me a drink of water? Hey, Kevin, I'm hungry. Oh, no. Hey, hey Kevin. I need to go potty. It's just this guy I work with. The, oh, the, well. <laughs> the best part of it was we were walking around Target, and so we were looking for something. I don't remember what we were looking with. Margaret's with the kids. Margaret is, uh, Molly is in the cart, and I'm like, I'm just going to go check on this, check this aisle real quick to see if they have it. And I walk off, and Molly in the middle of Target goes, hey, Kevin, slow down. Get back here, Kevin. <laughs> like, awesome. I don't know who this guy is. You need so to flip I'm it on a, her and be like, hey, yeah. daughter, come here, daughter. Yeah, she responds to a whole bunch of like random nonsense so that she won't care. She's three. She's, she's like, oh, that's funny. So I'm going to call you Kevin Oh, she's Moore. three and she's Molly. still calling oh, yeah. you Kevin? Well, oh, th- this just started again. So usually it's been... Like, again? It's always, it's, yeah, it happened early when she was like little, like when she was first talking. Um, but yeah, it's usually daddy. And now it's like, I've reduced it. It was like two days straight of only being called Kevin. And then it gets, it's slowly been getting reduced. Like today it was probably... 25% Kevin, 75% dad or daddy. So is we'll it, see. Is it diminishing because you've been doing something or are you just letting it run its course like a virus? I'm letting it run its course, but the older three aren't, aren't they're encouraging it, which is kind they're of awesome. Her. <laughs> so okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy for them taking that initiative. But at the same time, I'm like, seriously, because <laughs> they'll, they'll be sitting at the table and the, the older three will be calling me daddy. And then out of nowhere, she'll be like, Hey, Kevin, <laughs> Does she know, yeah. does she know it bothers you or, or does it bother you? I mean, it, it's, it only th- bothered me the one time she called me honey. The Kevin thing is kind of funny because because of how she says it, but yeah, it's sort of like, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. She's, she's that independent person anyway. So whenever you try to break her or something, she's not, she's like, whatever, I'm just going to do it more. Well, kids, kids are little sponges. So I guess yeah. she's listening to you and your mom, uh, your mom. <laughs> yeah your mom yeah, your, your mom, mom her mom you and your wife talking a bit uh anyone else before we get going yeah so i was uh not around the last week so i've got a few a few of them that i will uh i'll catch you guys up on first well, off that's all the time we have okay i'll talk uh, to you guys later <laughs> no 
Um, we took our, our daughter to Chick-fil-A the other day and got her a kid's meal and we gave her some French fries and, uh, it turns out she's a fan. Uh, How's your daughter eight, again? She's 18 months old. And, okay. uh, it turns out that, uh, she, that, that was the missing piece of her life, uh, right there because <laughs> she took, she took a bite and I wish, I wish you could have seen her cause she takes this, she takes this bite with this big balled up fist and just kind of shoves it in her face and, yeah. and you know, it, she, she, throws it in her face at terminal velocity and somehow manages <laughs> to keep it in her mouth without actually smashing her nose or something. And I swear to you, she took, she paused for a split second and then went, mm. <laughs> so good. So basically what but, we all do inside of our hearts. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fries. exactly. But, but she's, she, she verbalized it. Um, was that her first French fry or has she had them before? Was it that like- was, that was like the third time she had gotten French fries, okay. but it's as if she, because we, she had the first one ever, uh, mm-hmm. she, we created the, the need in her. And so now sure. like she's already addicted and she's jonesing for her fix. And so she gets that first, <laughs> that first, it's like the, the first sip of coffee in the morning for a dad. Like, Oh, okay. I can, I can, do I can this. live life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> finally, um, uh, just a couple of mornings ago, uh, we heard our, our daughter wake up over the monitor. My wife turned off the monitor, got up, went to the bathroom really quick, and somewhere between seeing the monitor and going to the bathroom, we hear, <laughs> and Hattie has this really this really angry cry, uh, and, and oh, yeah. that's so what this sounded on. like, you know, because if she can't get out of the crib fast enough, she just gets ticked off. And uh, Faith walked into the, took her time getting there because she's like, I've got, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rush my morning and, you know, for, for you. So she got to the, she got to (laughs) the, uh, she got to the nursery. (laughs) Well, not because of your emotions. Uh, She got to the nursery and Hattie was on her knees on the floor. She had fallen oh, out of the crib. the crib. She fell oh, out of no. the crib. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Whoa. We, just a couple of days before, we had seen that she was able to lift her feet just a half inch off of the mattress. And we were like, we got to watch that. And then two <laughs> days later, we were like, well, you we guys did, did we not. We didn't watch that. <laughs> we, <laughs> we didn't we have failed. anybody fall out of the crib. Um, but again, Molly, she went down for a nap. Maybe this was, she was like two, so around Hattie's age. She literally just climbed out of the crib and came downstairs like, hey, I don't want to nap anymore. I'm like... <laughs> And so yeah, we, we, we took her back up and put her in the crib and see like, show me how you did that right out. Done. This is the toenail kid, right? Oh yeah. The toenail kid, the one that's calling me Kevin. Yeah. This, okay. That's all Molly. Yeah. Okay. Well that was uh, apparently when I was a kid, my parents saw me around that age and I had managed to pull myself up on the edge of the outside of the crib. There was like a little staircase leading up to it. And they were like, Oh good for you. You figured out how to stand up and you're holding onto yourself. And then they walked out of the nursery and then they heard bam. And apparently <laughs> they realized they, they, I, I, I fell. I just let go of the side of the crib, fell backwards. And they were like, it didn't occur to us that you knew how to get up there, but didn't know how to get down. So you just <laughs> let go and fell backwards. Yeah. Explain so much about you head trauma. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to move on to <laughs> our discussion today. We're going to do what would make us excited for DC movies again? What would make That's us excited? What would make us excited for DC yeah. movies again? The DCEU. So I am super excited about this one. I have had many, 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 many conversations with most of these dads here about this. But uh, today, let's start with Kevin. Kevin, what would make you excited for DC movies again? Stop being different for the sake of being different. Amen. There Can you say is. that one more time? Because I need that to go down to, to our listeners' souls. Stop being different for the sake of being different. So like Marvel stop or DC, stop taking pride. In, like you have to do it your way. Marvel's unlocked the key of how to make boatloads of money. 
Um, mm-hmm. Just follow, sort of follow it and sort of slight like it's fine. Okay, let's let's get ours. They got theirs. Let's get ours and let's be fine with it. So, so just you, a couple points. What are they doing different from Marvel? Part of it, a lot of it for me is the cinematography. Like they're all just dark for the sake of being dark. They <laughs> all sort of take themselves too seriously. They don't just they're not having fun with it. They're trying to catch up to and they're not under they, they're forgetting who they are in terms of characters and what they are in terms of a medium you're a comic book i'm like come on <laughs> so you like lighthearted. you don't like you don't like dark and gritty no i don't mind dark and gritty but don't do dark and gritty for the sake of dark and gritty Agreed. okay well you know why they're doing it is because the batman begins movie started no, that the nolan trilogy. See, the nolan trilogy so that's so that's my next thing that i think about that i i the next thought i have is just don't even do one like do Wait, some the, the, don't even do the DC. Don't even do a DCU and do like they have really? lots of popular films, even outside of Batman and Joker that I can get to those in a second that have been very popular and are no part of the DCU that they own. V for Vendetta, DC property. Road to Perdition, DC property. Road to mm-hmm. Perdition? Yeah, Road with Tom Hanks. DC? It's a comic yep. book series that DC owns. <gasps> Wait, so Tom Hanks is a DC superhero? Sure Technically, is. yeah. Technically, or anti-hero, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Oh, my life has gotten better. The Red series, so Red and Red 2 with like the <gasps> old love, Hitman. Love, they love, are love those movies. The, um, which are so underrated. Which is a good example of not being as not being dark and gritty because I seem to remember Red the Red uh, graphic novel being fairly gritty and they mm-hmm. sort of turned it on its end and made it's it hysterical more about bad a doddering old men <laughs> and women it's hysterical yeah. john malkovich uh in that one alone just makes that whole movie you it's had me john yeah. malkovich yeah and then and then just giving like fun up-and-coming directors like a property and say have fun with it so if you go back to tim mm. burton's batman when they gave him the reins to batman the only full length features he'd done at that point was Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice. Like he wasn't really Tim Burton yet. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. And he cast Beetlejuice as Batman. <laughs> right. And then if you go back to like Nolan, when he got the keys to Batman, he'd really only done three movies. And the only one anybody really knew about was Memento. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you follow that up with Todd Phillips. He's only done one non-comedy. That's full length. He did and War Dogs. Everything Todd, else. Todd Phillips? Phillips directed what? Joker. Oh, wow. He didn't direct uh, The Hangover? He, he, yeah, he did, but that's a comedy. He only did one non-comedy. Oh, I see what so you're he saying. Did, so he did, okay. um, I think he did, I might be mistaken with this, I think he did, what is it? Um, Will Ferrell, I can't think of it right now. It was a college movie. Old school? Old school. <laughs> oh, he did old school as well. Joker's a far cry, okay. But then Matt, Matt Reeves is the only one that has sort of a little bit more established in that arena where he, you know, he did Cloverfield. He did some of the planet of the apes established in blockbusters. Right. right. Yeah. So, and for what, those who don't, the, for those who don't know what Matt Reeves directed. Oh, he's, he's doing the new Batman one. That's not out yet. Bat Battinson, the Batman. Uh, I, I, I'm still, <laughs> the, the jury is still so out. On this jury's still out, but the point is that they're giving these people, these, chances with properties right. that, that aren't attached to a DCU and just saying, go have fun with it. Give me your take on it. Just as you think about like comic book writers, like it's like, Hey, here, comic book writer and artist, go do this. I mean, they did it with Frank Miller. You know, like they've done it with Jim Lee. They've done a whole bunch of other artists and writers. Like you don't have to be like, you don't have to be this intertwined thing. And they do that very well with their animated series. They're not intertwined really. 
They have some that are and some that aren't, but they're all more successful than what Marvel does. You don't, why have this big extended thing when you don't have like that true figurehead leading it, like the overall vision of 20 plus films or whatever it might mm-hmm. be. Like you can't, like a, you can't like a piecemeal Kevin Feige. it. Right. You can't piecemeal it like they're trying to do. It doesn't, it doesn't end well. It doesn't sit well. It, like you lose tone and like all the individual films in Marvel are a little bit different, but they're all, they all feel like they're part of the same family. Whereas the mm-hmm. DC in the EU, it's not. It's sort of like, okay, here's another thing that I guess DC is putting out. Do I want to put my money towards it? Probably not. So do you feel like that is uh, a director? Do you feel like that's producer or uh, studio? Any any guys? Yes. Go. Yes. I think it's all of it. All it's of the above. Of everybody. I think okay. it's a little bit of everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, how about you, uh, Brett? Yeah. So uh, first off, just going to disclaim that I am a Marvel fan. Uh, however... Uh, when it comes to, I'm a good DC. content fan. I don't there care. You go. There uh, you yeah, guess. yeah, that, that's I'm, a good I'm point. I'm an equal I'm, opportunity. Content, content is king. Fan. I think I'm I'm a Marvel fan because they did their content so well. So, <laughs> uh, really, what would get me excited about the DC universe would be Warner Brothers understanding the DC characters, the intellectual property for what they are at the core. So, look, uh, stories can be different. I get it. There are different types of stories. Batman is a very different type of story than Superman. But the original character core should stay the same, shouldn't change. When you've got someone like a Superman who turns into the bad guy, there better be a daggum good reason. And I don't think... I see what you did there. Hey, I'm here for you. Does that count? Listen, I... No, no, it's a play on words. It's not That's just That's just brand recognition right there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but but the point is, I mean, that they are getting away from what the characters are. The reason why the fans love DC Comics is because they love... (laughs) They love the characters. (laughs) Um, Same with Marvel. Any comic, really, they love the characters. When you go away from that, you risk losing your audience. Brett, how did you get introduced to Marvel and DC? Is it through movies or was it through comics? Like for me, it was comics. No, for me, it was movies. Okay. And now if Warner Brothers doesn't get it right, I mean, I I know in a perfect world, this could happen, but not in real life. DC just needs to like leave Warner Brothers. Just go somewhere else. Oh, good luck with that. Get- but I think that's a really good point that, that, that Brett just mentioned. So Brett is what, maybe 10 years younger than I? And yeah. like you have this, like my kids, his kids, even him, they get introduced to these new IPs like Disney or Marvel through cinema rather through yes. comic. Like, so that's a big variation and big difference in how you get attached to, to characters and content. Well, and that's, that's uh, to that point as well. That's how I initially got introduced to a lot of Marvel stuff. It wasn't the comics. It was the 2000 Spider-Man films. Sure. Uh, with uh, Green Goblin and stuff. And through that, you know, it piqued my curiosity. And I started looking up online and started reading the occasional comic, something or other. And that's how I got into Marvel. That's yeah. how I got in really into comics and a lot of nerdy stuff. See, it was the other way around for me because my dad had a stack of them in his parents' basement. Mm. And and I got introduced to 60s Spider-Man and, and went from there. And, yeah, I grew uh, up going to comic book conventions yeah. and not having like TV series like when I was... When I was like really little, like my kid's age, I didn't even have like the Batman animated series at that point. But I, but yeah. even with me not growing up with the comics, the, the, the comics, I know what the core of that character is. Batman is a, a plagued individual from fear in his past. Superman 
is trying his best to be a good person, but can't seem to do everything he wants to at the same time. That there are different cores to why people do what they do. When you mess with that, fans start getting upset. Well, they're very so. If you think about it, though, like they might be just be trying to play to their CW fans because. The films are sort of like an extrapolated version in terms of tone of a lot of these CW shows. It's still a problem. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not a problem. Yeah, because yeah. they're focusing on the frosting and not the cake is what I'm saying. They need to get to the core of what they yeah. originally came from. And that was one of my issues with um, not only Batman versus Superman, but also Justice League. And I know that had, you know, a lot of production woes to it, you know, with swapping out directors halfway through. But the point stands for me of like, not getting the core of Batman right on a lot of it. Uh, I remember Justice League specifically, Batman was often treated as comic relief that he is not. Uh, Mm -hmm. When he is treated as comic relief, it's purely because he is so straight faced. Um, It's often other characters like say Green Lantern or Flash or other characters who are, yeah, Shazam who are interjecting all of this humor into the universe. And in Justice League, it was often Batman. I think they feel DC are feels the need to sort of catch up to Marvel. Like we got to put all of our people out there. So people care about us as opposed to just it'll come. It took Marvel. How many movies before they put right. Yep. And you Avengers can tell, together, right. You could tell that, that Disney trusted Marvel with their characters. Um, like you said, Feige, when he came in there, had that overall vision that you could tell it tied everything together. Mm-hmm. And right now they're, person who's kind of creatively at the helm right now, especially because the justice league is about to get redropped onto uh, HBO max is Zack Snyder has kind of been that creative driving force behind the whole thing. Mm. And I'd argue with the exception of man of steel, he really hasn't done a great job. And I know man of steel for some people it's checkered, you know, it's not I like perfect. man of steel. I really did enjoy it. There's a lot of good to it, but Batman versus Superman. I have only oh, watched man. that the one time in theaters. I called ranting to trip afterwards. We like talked dude. for almost two hours. I kid you not. And he waited all week to talk to me about it. Like he <laughs> it was the he, hardest week of my because life. Because I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. And then I, I did. And I called him the next day. He didn't even say hello. He just said, all right, dude, we've got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I haven't seen it since then. I have no inclination to watch it just because I feel they got to Brett's point, the core of it so wrong. Yep. And that was a lot of it was Zack Snyder's call. But, but it can be fixed. So here <laughs> is my Patton Oswalt's filibuster to this oh entire solution. Oh, no, okay. no, 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 so, no, no, no. All right, listen. So for anybody, so, anybody wondering, Patton Oswalt did a quote-unquote filibuster for the, for the show Parks and Rec uh, years watch, ago. Watch his 15-minute rant his 15 on YouTube. Minutes, it was, I think it's like eight minutes or something. Well, mine is like not that. going Either to way, be 15 beautiful. minutes, but here we go. So Marvel is getting to the end of their phases, right? DC... People just want them to start over. So picture this. We do a reset. It starts at the very last movie after the credits roll of the uh, of the phase four movies inside of Marvel. You see what seems like a dark world. 
might be someone like a Thanos who's really ominous. It's not. It's actually dark side. And this is where there's been a portal opened by Doctor Strange or something into a different dimension. Come to find oh, out gosh. what they're in the same universe. They're just in different dimensions. And so then you have this opening to where DC and Marvel are going to have to fight against each other. I'm going to go get dark some side trying to go against the, the stones. And I think this would be a great time to kill all the DC characters for a reset and Marvel can get lost in that universe. And then we start off with the new Marvel. I don't even think you have to do that. I think if DC just said, sorry, guys, we got it wrong. <laughs> and here's our path forward. <laughs> that's like, a, I, the Occam's razor, simplest like, solution. Like I feel a, like a that's crossover, a little bit. <laughs> a crossover is just going to be like, we give up, help us Marvel. And they don't want to do that. And they can't do that. <laughs> just admit it. Move on. Fair enough. Fair enough. Trip, how about you? Um, so... I don't think that the DCEU needs a f- hard reboot. Um, there are, there's, let me put it this way. Even with the movies I haven't been, uh, I haven't been impressed with, I still see a lot of potential for what WB has done with them. How many um, have you been impressed with? Let me count. Uh, I love Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. I agreed. F- enjoyed Aquaman. Um, <laughs> Uh, Guilty Pleasure is the Green Lantern movie, even though it doesn't oh, it doesn't count. No. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. But um, uh, what else do we have? Batman. I think I've told you guys before. Batman v Superman is one of those movies that I will watch as long as I have something else to do. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's a great it's it's a great movie to play in the background and not pay attention to. Oh, it's on TBS. Let's turn, let's keep it on. Yeah, yeah. I've got four hours to kill. Um, what else have they put out? What Shazam. else have they put out? Shazam, I love like Shazam. Shazam. Oh, I love Shazam. I, mixed bag for me, but okay. I think uh, it's the best one they put out. I, I think it's the closest one to the, I think it's, no. the, let me put it this way, Andrew, just like as an olive branch, it's the closest thing the WB has done to representing the character accurately. Yes. That, yes. The closest I would thing. say. Okay, so like true. as close to the bullseye as they have gotten so far. Whatever, it's kind of their version of Whatever Ant-Man. your meter is for that. What'd yeah. you say? It's kind of, it was kind of their version of Ant-Man, in my opinion. Fair enough. I, yeah. I Just yeah. to give credit, I'd say Wonder Woman was also Oh, I forgot about close. Wonder Woman. Okay. Fell asleep in yeah. that movie three times. Tried to watch it three times. Fell asleep really? every single time. Yep. Okay. Cool. And so, one time was at like noon. There are, it's still a solid film. <laughs> there are some people like I would kind of like to replace Ezra Miller uh, as The Flash. I Please. don't mm. feel like he does anything in that movie. Um, well, part of that's the writing. You have to admit. Well, uh, well, and we're about, we're, about, we're about to get into that. Um, <laughs> so I want the WB to stop meddling. Uh, to Kevin, to your point, I think you know if you remember, Iron Man came out the same year that the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight came out, mm-hmm. uh, and then they had oh there were I, I, my guess is WB was like eh, we got the Dark Knight trilogy, and then Nolan is a guy that like when he's done he's done, uh, so he didn't come back to the to for a fourth movie or anything like that. Go, but he oh. he was executive producer on Batman versus Superman and Justice League, though. Uh, he was on Man of Steel. I don't know about the other two. I, I know I know he was one. On, was it Man, on of, Man Steel? of Steel? Yeah. Um, but either way, I mean, it doesn't he sound would have like been that. working on Inception and Interstellar. And I'd say his brain power was most. I was going to say there's, there's no IMDb. telling what that contribution means. Um so to my mind, you get like, I, I, for one, am not happy about the way uh, Batfleck was treated. Um, I, like I think Fleck. there are elements of like, OK, so we didn't like Batman versus Superman. But I think the I think the, the warehouse fight in Batman awesome. v okay, Superman that really was, was, that was dope. Awesome. So there's things that I see that I go, 
okay, I could, I would really like to see more of that. Now, uh, when Affleck is given his, his creative freedom, he comes up with movies like the town and gone, gone baby gone Mm. and Argo that Mm -hmm. he wanted to, he won an Oscar for. So initially he was supposed to write, direct and star in good hunting and goodwill hunting and and, in his own Batman movie. I wanted to see that because I, I, I've been impressed mm-hmm. with some of the other stuff that he's done. And then slowly but surely he gets replaced as the director. And then, you know, rumors start popping up that he wants out of the role. And sure enough, you know, he's gone. And if I go, if you go back and you look at how BVS was handled, like Superman is great. One of the problems I think these things suffer from is that they get, they get distracted too easily. They go, we have to stuff these movies with as many people as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons I think Superman works so well is because it was a tight narrative around one person. Mm -hmm. And I, Superman, Man of Steel 2 turned into BVS. Mm -hmm. It went Man of Steel, it's going to be Man of Steel 2. And then all of a sudden, oh, Batman's in it. And, oh, Wonder Woman's in it. Now it's called Batman versus Superman. Oh, by the way, it's Batman v Superman. <laughs> so, Kevin, to your point, what I was trying to say earlier uh, when I mentioned that uh, The Dark Knight and Iron Man came out at the same time was that that I think that they wrapped up the Nolan trilogy, and as, that, as time was going on, they saw Marvel releasing each of their movies to tremendous sales, and they went, oh, okay, well, we need to, we do need to catch up. So let's stuff our movies full of characters. And then the narrative gets completely messed up because there's only so much time that you can dedicate towards people in a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. And you think through like Iron Man, the mm-hmm. general population, no one knew who the heck Iron Man was. Exactly. When yeah. that movie. And Ant-Man, like people are like, really? You're releasing yeah. a movie called Ant-Man, but it's Marvel. So it's going to be good. So I'll go see it. Right. Yeah. They so built right. up the trust. They yeah. have the, uh, this whole trust where I'll see, I'll go see Squirrel Girl. Cause right. Just because it's a Marvel movie and it'll be good content. Right. Like right. people said the same thing about Ant-Man. Like people said, like they're, they're just doing it right. Yeah. Who in the world is this guy? Like, yeah. Who's this? Yeah, Whereas DC is like, yeah. Oh yeah. Guardians. Well, and it's worth mentioning that they waited a, a fair amount of time into phase one before phase two, whatever it was before they introduced those bizarre characters because right. they established <laughs> themselves as a brand anyway. Um, and the one other way I could see them going with it is to treat these these different little offshoot movies that they've been doing, like Joker and this upcoming Batman movie with with uh, Robert Pattinson, uh, as they do treat them treat them the way they do the comics, uh, because you have this main universe in the comics of DC Comics, and then they do these like one shots or these graphic novels that are self contained uh, in like Earth One, for example. So, oh, yeah. so like the Star Wars approach. Uh, like, what do you mean? Where you have like the, the, the core nine and then you have like these one-offs like, Oh, here's rogue one. Here's oh, solo. Yeah, but, that's the exactly. same, but that's the same universe. Well, He's talking about different universes. Like they're not yeah. correlated. Well, they could it's be the, in the same universe. So you, same, so you could have this side same, of the same coin. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but I say like get triple a grade a level talent, uh, to come in and let them make the movies and let quit, them be them. Quit, yes. Let them be them. Um, and you know, just clearly establish that there's a main universe and then there's this other universe that you can name whatever you want. And you just make it clear that we're going to do like our own creative interpretations of these things. So Earth One, for example, I'm getting a lot of vibes about that with the with the uh, the Pattinson Batman, mm-hmm. because in Earth One, uh, like Batman and Alfred actually trade blows like it's a very rocky start. Alfred's missing a leg because he was like SAS or something like that. So, I mean, like do, do these little one-offs where you can get experimental with the characters if you want and make more money. I think people will go see it. 
or doing what they're doing, uh, what Marvel's doing with Disney Plus. DC already has a partnership with HBO. Like they have Doom Patrol on there. The Snyder Cut's going to be on there. You could mm-hmm. like, you could play that, play around with it that way. The Watchmen. Yeah. Well, I'd yeah, argue yeah, that Watchmen, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I'd argue that Marvel has actually kind of beaten DC to that punch because they've got a series coming out on Disney Plus. Oh, they absolutely Granted, did. It's animated, but it's called What If. Oh, they absolutely Marvel, have. What If. Which is basically like, what if the Marvel universe, uh, what if this decision had, what if this happened instead of that? And it's animated and it's animated. Yeah. Yeah. And it's animated. Yeah. They're doing that. They're doing live action content, which actually takes me to my point on what I would love to see the DC extended universe do, which is a full force Pixar level 3d animated DC animated universe. Like you can keep some of the voice cast if you wanted to, but you could swap out who you want as well. But seeing a quality that's kind of like into the Spider-Verse where it's a little bit stylized, but it's still legit 3D animation, not TV animation. Like nothing. Mastermind. Like, yeah. Mastermind? Uh, Master- you mean Megamind? No, what? Megamind. Megamind. Yeah. Megamind. Megamind. Megamind was Mas- uh, Megamind. Megamind, yeah. No, nah, that's racking my brain works. for which villain that was. All right. Keep yeah. <laughs> Megamind except good. Um, <laughs> but I would still love to see a, a actual animated universe from dc because you could legitimately hit in everybody's minds reset because it's something new that total it totally new that exists so yeah. what project do they need to tackle first if they do that like in your mind how do they roll that out to me the core the heart everything about the justice league centers around superman um i i, I appreciated the fact that the dceu started off with uh, man of steel because you know, I thought Henry Cavill has done a great job as Superman. He's just had if they bad would give material him to work a with. Chance. Exactly. I know. Exactly. Yeah, not as writers. His writers but have not done they, well. They decided to take Superman in a darker route yeah. with the DCEU, and that is not who Superman is. But it's, it's one of the lightest films in all the DCEU. Which one? Man of Steel? Yeah. Yeah. Which is Agreed. their problem. Right. It shouldn't be. Yeah, that they really forgot shouldn't. the core of the character. Well, well, it shouldn't be, but at, at the same time, like Superman's heart is no matter what the moral dilemma, no matter what the gray space. No Are we not going to address the fact that Brett just turned into Cookie Monster a second ago? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, um, it's just it's a sore point for me. You're wasting me no a like lot DC. of good, me a no lot like of great content. Zack Snyder, forget core of character. <laughs> All right. Sorry, keep going. No, but Superman, no matter what happens, he is the heart of the justice league. He's mm-hmm. the one that goes it, there. It's not necessarily gray. It's there is something right. That's in this moment. No matter hard, how hard that decision is, he takes it. He's kind of like captain America of the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. So um, part of they the haven't, reason they haven't done that. Part of the reason this is just a quick offshoot. Part of the reason I'm willing to give Zack Snyder a chance is because I've read some of his interviews after these movies came out like man of steel. Like a lot of people had a problem with the fact that he killed Zod. Well, Snyder wanted to give uh, Superman a reason why he never kills. And part of it was the trauma of killing Zod. And then BVS, I read that his plan was after BVS, when Superman is resurrected, it would give him a a greater quality for a a greater uh, appreciation for life. And he would turn into that lighthearted 
but more Boy him, Scout type character. Three it took movies him to get three there. movies to get to that point. Uh, well, yeah, and I, it could I, be argued it didn't even happen for Justice League. No, no, no. Because where where do you get most of your values growing up? It's often during your childhood. So by the time that he hits the scene, that's still the core of who Superman is. I don't disagree. Is. I just I'm just saying I was willing to give him a chance because it sounded like he sure. had an arc for the character. It was just wrong. The other thing I would love. <laughs> yeah, it just has to be paced yeah. correctly. The other thing I would love DC to stop use doing is using Batman as a crutch. Yep. Like, so? Oh, yeah. let's just throw Batman at it. Oh, oh let's <laughs> just throw Batman at it. I honestly, I kind of feel the patents in Batman is kind of them trying to put a bandaid on a, a, a sinking ship. I mean, we don't know. Maybe a lot it is. About maybe it. we'll it's see. not. Okay. I know. I know, Andrew, you're not a huge fan, but if you are okay watching some fairly depressing R-rated movies, you need to watch. <laughs> you need to watch The Rover and Good Time. And uh, let's not forget Tenant is coming up and those are Robert Pattinson movies. Oh, and I think yes. you will see how he can, I think you will see how he can handle dark material. Okay. I, I, again, jury's out. I'm skeptical, but I'm willing to give him a shot. We'll see how it goes. If Christopher Nolan was willing to cast him. Okay. Mm. Oh, good point. Okay. Yeah. This is like yeah. people said this. If you go back, like really Heath Ledger's the Joker. What are they doing? This movie is going to be true. horrible. Like you, you have to like, and those in, are the yep in Nolan and Marvel we trust, which like and I, th- I for for the record it's because I had seen like movies like Layer Cake that I knew Daniel Craig would be a good Bond, and it's because mm. I had seen Equilibrium that I knew Christian Bale would be a good Batman. Oh my Equilibrium's gosh, awesome! Yeah, that's so, one I wouldn't watch with the kids. It just had they're no, smaller but. movies. There's there's smaller low key movies, but it shows you how these actors can handle the material, which is why I have hope for people that they cast. Okay. If Christopher Nolan trusts Robert Pattinson, then I which, trust him too. which, real quick, I wasn't big on Kristen Wiig as Cheetah in uh, Wonder Woman 1985 or whatever. She's like it the is best part of that film. They saw the trailer. Right? Yeah. Did you? Okay. They just showed the artwork of what she's going to look like as Cheetah, and it's actually pretty convincing. I, I've changed my mind hmm. about it. Based on the trailer, I think she's going to be the best part of that movie. You could be right. We'll wow. see. That in the 80s we'll music, see. which is always awesome. Uh, any other thoughts before we move on? I mean. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody ran out of them. This is true. <laughs> we've all, we're probably, we've all got we plenty to talk, talk about, about this for, yeah. I, like I said, we have talked about this for hours. You and mm. me alone trip. Yes. Listeners. Do you want to hear more? Do you want us to talk more about this? Give us let a us, thumbs up. We can let see us you. know. No, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can continue my Marvel versus DC rant, by the way, if you want. All right. So we're going to move on to our game now. <laughs> Today's game is brought to you by, you guessed it, Maleshko. Making videos should be fast and fun. Find out how at Maleshko.com. That is M-I-L-E-S-H-K-O.com. Uh, you also can go to dadgumnerds.com and hit the sponsors tab up top. Like I said, they helped us get the, the show up and going. Uh, so we super appreciate them and hopefully you guys will as well. So I'm going to kick it over to Kevin for today's game. We are going to play some more Dadgum Feud. All right. And as always, uh, the topics for the questions are based off of our topic that we discussed. So these are going to be based off characters that I would want to see introduced into the DCEU if that remains. Why you, Kevin? Why? Because I make the questions. That's why. (laughs) Like if you make the questions, you can make them about whatever you want. And then the fourth question is a dad no, question. If, if, if Brett would do it, he'd be doing his Marvel DC crossover. Right. I'm not sure I want to see it that. Would be so. epic. And the fourth Brown bonus question is a dad related question based off of our extended universes. So this wow. is how this game works. So I search something on the Google in an incognito <laughs> browser. And these guys <laughs> try to guess the top autofill result based off the question. Okay. So we're going to go around and you guys, we got to need to know buzzins. 
So how am I going to know who to call on? Andrew, what's your buzzer? Mine? Trip? I'm Batman. And Brett. <laughs> what the crap? I love Brett's it. turning red. He's been waiting 30 <laughs> seconds to do that. He's probably been waiting like weeks to do that. What's that from? What? I'm sorry. We got to break off for a second. Explain that to me. So if you've seen the three amigos. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, With Steve gosh. Martin. You have not yeah. seen the three amigos? standing on top of the wall and he's. Wait, who hasn't seen it? Oh, Trip. Oh, Trip. You've got to watch the three amigos. Look up here. Look up here. Look up here. Can I still be in the club? I'm sorry, guys. Again, to our listeners, it's not quite a kid's movie on Three Amigos, but true, true. it is awesome. It is quite hilarious, though. It is so, about friendship. Uh, it is. It's in the title. Amigos is Spanish for friends. <laughs> All right. Question number one. Why does Gorilla Grodd... I'm Batman. Trip. Control Minds. Uh, no. Okay. Not on the board. Mm. Mine? Andrew. Hate Flash. No, not on the board. Does Gorilla Grodd? I'm sorry. Does oh. Gorilla Grodd? Ah, oh. I'm sorry. I'm oh. sorry. Blame me. Come on. You have one job. I'm not. I'm not a reader. Trip. Batman. Eat bananas. No, not on the board. <laughs> no, he hates but bananas. Okay. That is on the board, but it's like way down there. All right. Okay. Does Gorilla Grodd? Does Gorilla Grodd? Yeah. <clears throat> give me, I, I give got me something. Nothing. All right. We'll just <laughs> chirp, we'll, chirp. We can. We'll kill this one. So, Gorilla Grodd. For those who don't know, he's a mind controlling giant gorilla. Because from the Flash, reasons. From the, it comes the from, Flash from the Flash is one of his yeah. main ones. Uh, so number one answer: Does Gorilla Grodd die? Oh, does what? does Gorilla Grodd become oh. good? Does Gorilla Grodd ever become good? Okay, this must be related to like the Flash. CW I would imagine show. this is the CW uh, show. Yeah, okay. yeah. and then I wasn't uh, thinking that way. So then going to the crutch um, to the Bat family. Okay. Oh. Can Nightwing? I'm Batman. Trip. Fly. Number two answer. Ah! Number two answer. No points for uh, participation. Yeah. Mine? Andrew. Beat Batman? Number one answer. Ah, yes! look at you. Yes. Wow. Can Nightwing yes. beat Batman? Uh, Andrew, didn't you say at the beginning that when you won the very first Dadgum feud that you would probably never win again? He's won every single one. Uh, yeah. You've uh, won per- every single one. I, every okay. single one. I think you're so getting far. cash under the table. All right, keep going. <laughs> Number two, take can it, Nightwing take fly? Take it up with the judges. Number three, can Nightwing glide? And my favorite is, can Nightwing beat Superman? Whoa, that's okay. a tall order. He's going yeah. to big boy leagues. Yeah, <laughs> anybody can beat him with a pocket full of kryptonite. They're like different tiers of superheroes. Right. By the way, that that should be a topic. Fans, submit that question. <laughs> what are different tiers of superheroes and why? So, if you watch the CW, the Green Arrow character is nothing like the actual Green Arrow character. Correct. Mm-hmm. So, why does Green Arrow? Oh. Why does Green Arrow? Why does Green Arrow? Mine? Andrew. Wear that dang hat. Wear that dang hat is not on there at all. <laughs> Are you sure it I, should be? That I'm stupid Batman. Robin Hood outfit he has. <laughs> Trip. Wear a hood? Nope. Okay. Nothing <laughs> about what he wears. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> Shoot arrows. <laughs> no. <laughs> hold on we were like a car break hold on mine i mean i mean i'm sorry i just did, i just would did like batman doing the seagull would you like to answer for mine. me mine. Mine. <laughs> i'm mine uh i'm batman a trip mary felicity no okay don't think cw don't think cw really oh. i'm surprised don't. why does green arrow why does green arrow i'm batman 
trip. Shoot boxing glove arrows? Shoot box no, but those are awesome. <laughs> okay. Little hints. I didn't know I didn't know which like I didn't know which arrow we were talking about. Because you know, he's got the he's got the glove arrows. I, I don't think here's your clue. I don't think he likes you, Trip. Why oh, does that's Green Arrow helpful. I'm Batman. Trip. Hate tall, good looking guys with glasses? <laughs> no. Okay. And dumpster fire would have been more accurate. Oh, th- you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Golly. <laughs> All right. So why does Green Arrow? Why does Green Arrow? I don't think I'm going to call in a second. Trip. All right. You guys are like, if you can see their faces they're I think they're hurting right now. <laughs> so we're called this one. So right now we have a whopping one point on the board. Um, <laughs> number one answer. Yes. Why does Green Arrow hate Batman? He does. Oh, why that's does the hate- number one search result. Okay. So the clue back to trip because he's Batman. I'm Batman. His brother. Come on, guys. Oh, oh no. look at okay, you. That was, that was um, actually really clever. Okay. That really was. I get there every once in a while. Number two, why does Green Arrow go to jail? Number three, why does Green uh, Arrow die? That is a CW reference. Yes, that is. Um, Spoilers, sorry. Uh, it's, it's pretty far. It's pretty it's deep in there. I mean, come on, yeah, guys. Did, not, who, not for dad. If, if, if I've seen it, <laughs> if I've seen it, then yeah. Um, and my favorite answer, why does Green Arrow hate Superman? Didn't he become there, the Spectre in the CW show? He did for like okay. an episode. Spoilers okay. again. Mm. <laughs> Not like it matters. It it know. sunk after season two. Like, let's just be honest. <laughs> oh man, three and gone word. It just, I stopped. It is better. So that and The Flash is better than any other CW property, DC property. Like Agreed. those two are the best of the bunch. If Fight you take, Kevin. if you, you, if you, if you, just take Legends of Tomorrow as like a lighthearted romp. It started it's really fun. good. It started really it's strong. Yeah. It started strong, yeah. And they need to bring Captain Cold back. In the- anyway, so this one, um, I'm saving Zach with this question. Okay. And, and hmm. Brett and Andrew will understand it once I ask it. Okay. Um, this is a family-related <laughs> question. Trip, on the other hand, is completely out of luck. Yeah. Based yeah. on our extended universe. So Andrew has one point. Everybody else has a goose egg. So this one's worth two mm-hmm. points. So what the- universe is this? Your extended universe. Okay. Why does my mother-in-law... Mine? Andrew. Hate me. Number one answer. Why does yes. my mother-in-law hate me? What is up with yes. these dark dad yes. questions? Don't why blame, do dads, blame the Google. People are searching dads, this. Why do dads leave? Yes. And why does my mother-in-law hate me? And... Okay. <laughs> they have some great search results for these. This was just the number one. So number two is, why does my mother-in-law copy me? Why does my mother-in-law... What? Yeah. <laughs> So what, whatever is that, that a thing? Apparently. Write us in. Why does my mother-in-law ignore me? <laughs> some, those are, yeah. I uh, think some people would be looking for I think for wives that. are looking these things up. Yeah, we're going to go down the board because some of these are pretty awesome. Uh, not like <laughs> me is number four. Okay. Uh, try to control me. <laughs> Get on my nerves. <laughs> Ouch. Make me so angry. Annoy hmm. me. Drive me crazy and annoy me so much. Oh, <laughs> you know, a lot of those are things that, that I don't think there. Google can answer. I think you're the I think you're the only one who can answer that. Probably. <laughs> and I'm not sure what it says about Andrew because he got that real quick. Oh, no, I actually really like my mother in law. I believe it or not. I, you I do. Really but it's out. why does she hate you? I would like to think she, she might have lucked me. out. Like you might have lucked out, but she might not. have. But did she now that is open for interpretation. That is that is not nah, candy's great. All right, so if I am uh, correct, our pun count today uh, was zero. Mm. Wow. I, I put it at one. Feels good. Okay. Feels For good. what? Who got, who For got what? the I don't remember. It's out of my... 
It's out of my mind almost immediately. Zach is the one that remembers this stuff. So listeners, we need to know, did we have zero puns this time or one? Zach is thoroughly ashamed of us right now. Like, he's probably shaking his head he's so like, bad uh, listening to this. He's gonna, he's, he'll probably take notes and like, so okay, mad, I could have said this here. I could have said this here. I'm listening at Panera. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so what did we learn today, guys? I, I know I learned specifically Brett has plans to break everything in Marvel and DC and bring everybody down to the same playing field. I learned that everybody's idea is better than what they're doing now other than Brett's. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that you have to expand your mind to understand my opinion on this. I think it's going to be epic guys. Uh, I learned that apparently I'm a dumpster fire, <laughs> <laughs> but we still love you trip. We really uh, do. Well, I, I appreciate you're, that. You're Thank a you beautiful for, dumpster to, to, to trip's credit. He, to trip's credit. He owned it. So that's good. I don't, I mean, you know, I, I, acceptance I is, a, is the I don't first run step. away from the truth. I, you, I can't, you're right. I can't be faulted for that. And let's not forget <laughs> the truth is that Andrew is now the three time reigning champion of dadgum. Oh, Feud. goody. You yeah, want a cookie? Fine. Please. That'd be great. Okay. Well, go talk to your wife. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. Get in the oven and make me okay. some cookies. Okay. If anybody out there is listening, oh boy. All right. I've got to. I've got to explain that one. What the I meant was the dumpster fire keeps burning. It really did. It really did. Throw some more trash on okay. there. Okay. That's ne- that was not a comment on gender roles. That's that's all I'll say. <laughs> oh my god. All right. I think it's time for these dads to go to bed. Yeah, man, it's time for this tired. dad to call his therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and start apologizing, because once yeah, your wife uh, hears yeah, this... Yeah, apparently I'm a sexist dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, I was doing so well until the tail end there. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. I send to egg people on that way. <laughs> Guys... Thank you so much for listening. If you have not subscribed to the podcast already, please do. It helps other dadgum nerds like you find the podcast. Also, check out the Dadgum Nerds website, dadgumnerds.com. You can listen to our podcast, read articles that go beyond what we talk about here on the show. Uh, It's kind of like the full experience for Dadgum Nerds. Come on, come on, come on. And buy all kinds of Dadgum Nerds merch, which is really the perfect way to support the show. Uh, That's dadgumnerds.com. Uh, heads up, next week we are going to do a Q&A show. All right. Sweet. We will be answering questions sent in from you guys, the listeners, and we've had really some good ones so far. You've had some solid ones. There's some tough ones. Uh, so if you haven't already, go to dadgumnerd.com slash contact and send us something we should talk about or even a dad joke. Uh, might just make it on the future episode. Uh, so speaking of which, we're going to go into our dad joke of the week. Bring so it, yeah, bring it. All right, Trip. what is our dad joke of the week this time? All right. This week, our dad joke is submitted uh, by Forrest on the Dadgum Nerds website. Uh, if you guys just Forrest, just Forrest. Just apparently. Forrest. So uh, he's <laughs> running, I guess. Um, <laughs> see, see, I watch I watch movies. Um Anyway, if you guys want to contribute to uh, our our pot of bad jokes, you can always hit us up on the website. Brett. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry. It, in my mind, the setup for this joke is funnier than the punchline. <laughs> what do you call a very spiritual... Sorry. <laughs> what do you call a very spiritual man with brittle bone disease who has worked with his hands for <laughs> his whole life and has... Constant bad breath. What on earth? What do you call a very spiritual man with brittle bone disease who has worked with his hands for his whole life and has constant bad breath? 
No idea. A super calloused, fragile mystic hexed by halitosis. Oh my god! <laughs> How long does it take you to get there? I mean, Good the, night. the question is four times longer than the answer. <laughs> Good job, Forrest. Like how do you re- oh, like how do you remember like how does one remember that like yeah that'll just I'm gonna, roll right I'm off gonna the go tongue. out on a limb I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say he googled it and copied and pasted and that's fine oh no possibly but it's still half broke trip can you imagine can you imagine <laughs> I'm sorry that's so stupid <laughs> I said this before the only difference between a dad joke and a bad joke is a letter. <laughs> 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 but which one's facing oh, the right way, the D or the B? Mm. I don't. I don't. I literally have a tear that is coming down my eye that at the moment. So, so no, nope, suck it back in. That's right. I'm suck a man. it back in. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Forrest, for that. Well, that is all the time that we have. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do mean that. Oh yeah. And we'll catch you later, you dadgum nerds. See ya. And remember, Bye, guys, we don't cry. We leak awesome. Game over.